What is up, Kicking Out Podcast Nation? It's Wednesday night. It's August 30th, 2023. I'm Tanner Lee, along with my co-host Paul Zarman, Austin Shepard. We're all in the house tonight. Champion. Champion. And unfortunately, um. we have a new KLP Predictions Champion in Austin Shepard, who uh, came down to the main event, but it looks like he yeah. won it pretty easily, if you go by the numbers. It was in yeah. the bag. In the bag. Once in I won the women's match, it was in the bag. There really, it, it. you say it came down to the main event, but that women's match actually helped Shep for the first time in the entire time he's been on this podcast. It did. It did. Uh, but I, I will say, this is embarrassing, I got really excited when I thought it was a draw. Because I was gonna win <laughs> via tie, so they they hook line yeah. sinkered me, and then when Cole's like five more minutes, I'm like no, no, MGF say no, and no, it was good. the The main event I thought was awesome. Well, I guess what did you guys think of All In to begin? What I, b- backstage drama aside, what do you think of the actual <laughs> show? I thought it was a great show, honestly. Um, probably. In contention for uh, pay per view of the year for me, I would I would agree with Paul. Um, I thought the show was great. I thought they performed their ass off. We had some great hard hitting matches. We had some real life drama, and I'm not talking the backstage stuff. I'm talking the Soraya stuff. Um, so. The crowd was hot. The arena was hot. And if I can knock on one thing, I thought the entrance stage could be a little bit better. Yeah. I mean, if I'm nitpicking, right? We're, we're going to nitpick because I guess you can – I don't want to consider us media because I think media is awful nowadays. But, <laughs> like, like, I figured we could have had a little bit bigger stage – I mean, we got 81,000 people, 8135, by the way. Yes. We have Official. That's a shoot. That's a shoot. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like we could have had a little bit bigger stage. We could have, we could have done a little something better. Now, I think we spent more money on the out, outside pyrotechnics <laughs> than we did the stage. Yeah. But hey, that's, that's here or there. Hot crowd, huge arena. Some really, really, really good matches. I think Tony Khan pulled off. I wouldn't call it the impossible, but he pulled this off and made it the largest professional wrestling event ever. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I know some people were mad at the card, and and, and you know, rightfully so, as far as the frustra- frustrations for the card coming together late. But I thought the card delivered pretty strong. I'll even say Osprey Jericho came across a lot better than I ever imagined it was going to. Yes. Now, yeah. Yeah. If we had one negative part beside my little entrance thing, which I thought we could have explored that a little bit better, there's one thing we didn't have. Can you guys guess what I'm thinking? One thing we didn't have this whole pay per view a surprise. Oh. Performer. Yeah. Or surprise return, yeah. Surprise newbie or surprise return. We I, I felt like this. We we could have had a new signing. We could have had. We could shock the world 
and and bring somebody in here and we go, oh shit, Tony Khan spent some money. Now during the zero hour, it was kind of teased about Mercedes Monet, but well, they, and yeah. they showed her in the main, they showed her in the the regular pay per view too in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, and they brought her up after Soraya won the title. So you got to think they're going to be working together once she becomes healthy. Uh, yeah, because I did see some uh, pictures that fans posted. She did have the boot on the leg, so or the yeah. foot, whatever. You know, well, that say. makes sense with her and Soraya. I mean, they're friends. They've had history in the past. That makes a lot of sense. The and, and I mean, I was fine with Soraya winning it, getting that moment with the hometown pop. I mean, Shep and I both picked her. But I wish, looking back on it, I yeah. wish they would have never taken the title off of Tony Storm. <laughs> she was just a placeholder, and I think with the story, especially with Storm accidentally hitting Shreya's mom, that would have made more sense. But oh yeah, yeah. But I also think uh, Tony did it just so Sheeta could say, "I came out as champion in front of eighty-one thousand people especially- instead of five. Yeah, yeah, when she had nothing at Daly's place. And she got that moment at Dynamite 200 of winning with the confetti everything. So, uh, yep. I get it. I get it. But, no, overall, I thought it was a fun card. I thought it went by pretty quick. I mean, it's still a four-hour show, four, four-and-a-half hours, but I still thought it went by pretty quick. And that main event was just beautiful storytelling the whole time. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The whole time. Match of the night. Yep. I thought so, too. And, uh, and uh the one thing I did notice, we talked about the crowd being hot. They weren't digging the um, Golden Elite versus the Bang Bang Gang. Which, yeah, which, uh, well, well, they... They, they came were, alive for Kenny, but that was about it. Yeah, they were digging it when they made their entrances and everything. But um, there was a few matches, and you're not going to please everybody. There was a few matches that were in tough spots for this card, yes. I thought. But, like, the women's match was in a tough spot. But yeah, what do you got to do? Delivered. Yep. And, well, it delivered because the finish was emotional, right. and it got the crowd into it. So it was the it was the right call. You know, whether whether they made that call early or late, it was the right one. Right. Right. Um, but all those people complaining about the build-up to that card and everything. I sure hope they're complaining about the build-up to the all-out card coming up Sunday because oh, it looks man. like a little bit of a mess. Yeah. A little bit of what, a mess. What and, even and, is that? And and we've been talking about this for over a year. We've always complained about story not, – not so storytelling, but maybe a build-up to a, a big show. You build up to the biggest show you've ever had – and then you turn around and have a have a show seven days later that is a requirement. Well, not a requirement, but a, a tradition. Right. And, and you're going to have it in the States. You're going to have it in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How, you know, how do you do that? And, and, and Paul and I were just mentioning this before we got on air. Paul's like, I hope they learned a lesson from doing back to back. I'm like, Tony already announced that the post media scrum the other night. That he's doing it again next year. Well, yeah, yeah he, I didn't watch the post media scrum. Yeah. I I was too afraid. Well, they they, <laughs> they, announced, they announced that during the broadcast, yeah, right before MJF and Adam Cole that they're coming back in 2024. And then then they're doing Oops, all out again that. the very next week because he likes doing the bank holiday in England and then Labor Day. So, yeah. you know, maybe he gets through it this year, and you live, you live, you learn. 
and, and, and next year's better planned out. And, and I know there's been injuries. Mm. There's backstage drama that's getting involved. Some people ill, which I guess through the uh, wrenching the plans for tonight's dynamite. Uh, and of course, know. I think some stuff has changed with um, Wyndham's passing too. Sure. Yep. It sounds like because his funeral was supposed to be this week, and I think because of the hurricane is delayed till next week, so the dynamite we're going to be at Indies probably going to change a little bit. Um, I was but, so shocked at some of the names they announced for next week's mm-hmm. dynamite. One of them being Jericho, which I figured Jericho would be at that. Funeral, but. So so maybe it's not happening on Wednesday because I'm sure Jericho would be there. They were pretty tight. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. but uh, yeah, Jericho and Sammy as a tag team next week. That'll be fun. Fingers crossed. We actually get to see Judas this exactly. year. Exactly. Exactly. So something has happened every single year yep. in Indy where it doesn't happen, and man, yep. we like ah. Uh. Yep. Every time. So I just want to see it once. Yep. It should happen this time. But oh, Paul, uh, Paul's ex- Paul's excited. Paul's excited, and what are you drinking, Paul? What's what's in that glass? Yeah, I, I uh, lemonade. Uh, lemonade. I just realized I went to take a drink, and then it dawned on me. I never ask. Hey, Shep, what are we drinking tonight? Well, we got a, we got a little bit of an issue. So, uh oh. Again, kettle. Send me a free hat. Send me something. Okay. I mean, we got that. It's a darn near full bottle. Well, it was mm-hmm. it was a freshie. Yeah. <laughs> you know we. Try to start the week off with a fresh one, right? It's only Wednesday. Yeah. I don't know. That's beside the point. But I got to tell you a little bit of the story. I, I do owe Tanner a bet. I need, I need to make clean on that. Even though I am the champion now, um, I, I do need to make clean on a bet. So I walked That's in me the, handing it over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, walk, yeah. I did walk into the uh, local uh, – uh, liquor store today and i thinking man if i gotta take two shots of something i you know i've wore i've wore my palate out on tequila and bourbon which i still love those things but it's not <laughs> so i'm walking up and down the aisles and i pick something i take it up to the register and the guy goes well that ain't kettle one i'm like jesus thanks for making me feel like a, <laughs> you know I'm like, yeah, you're right. It's not kettle one. It's it's a long story, man. He and I think he took it like I was buying it for a minor or something because he questioned me. I'm like, <laughs> All right, I drink kettle one. This was I, I. I didn't want to tell him I lost a bet and I have to take two shots. Or something. Yeah, oh, right. Speaking of that, and it's been in the freezer uh, since I got off work this afternoon and and got questioned by the old man at the liquor store if I'm buying this for minors. <laughs> I felt like. But I've had this before, and it's good, and it's been years. But uh, we're going to have some peach moonshine. Oh, good call. Oh, good call. All right. Old smoky right. peach moonshine. Yep. Uh, it's not as potent as the stuff you buy in the black market, but it, it's still it's, good. Oh, it's still, yeah. yeah. Peaches are really good here in about a week once I drink all this. That sounds bad. Maybe two weeks, three weeks. <laughs> by the week. Yeah, because remember – there's no KOP next week because we'll be in Indy. Well, maybe I'll have some on the way down and the way back. No. Anyways, so uh, I owe I owe Tanner two swigs. So, cheers, bottoms up to win the bet that these guys could not put their shit aside and make millions of dollars. But I still won the KOP championship. You did. 
Yeah, and just think his heart got broken again tonight because he still had hope for All Out, and that got shot to the wayside within about 15 minutes of Dynamite. What are you talking about? I still had hope for All Out. No, no, no. Shep had hope. Oh, yeah. Well, He said if it didn't happen at All In, he wanted it to happen at All Out. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Well, Well, most of them are doing business together, it's just... The main the main equation doesn't want to. The main equation can and, and guess what? Guess what? It's good pickle. Where's he from? Chicago. Chicago. He's a fib. Yep. Wonder if they use real glass. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, that'll get you choked out. Careful. That's... All right, all right, all right. I, I didn't. I, I didn't <laughs> want to Tanner, touch. Up. Tanner, Tanner, hold on. I do have a baby gap shirt ordered for you. All right, thank you. Perfect size. Medium size. Medium. I do love my mediums. Um, you know, I'll maybe we'll touch on the punk Jack Perry stuff at the end. I don't feel like I. I was going to go off on a tangent now, but we'll we'll wait. We'll wait. Maybe oh. maybe we'll hit on that. Maybe we won't. Uh, I'll. I'll get us all fired up when I get on my tangent in a little bit. Yeah, but uh, Dynamite started off not with Orange Cassidy. He was in the main event tonight. Started Weird. with Mr. AEW, the guy I think that represents everything there is in AEW, John Moxley versus Commander. Yep. And I enjoyed this match. I thought this brought out a different side in Commander than we've seen. When this started, I went, all right, they're not even going to make it to the first commercial break before this match is over. It's not going to be an exact squash, but it's basically a squash, and that was not the case. On the crowd, 15 minutes, 14, 15 minutes. Yeah, and the crowd went pure pro Moxley to chant Commander's name at one point. So, I mean, the guy was doing something right tonight. Uh, I mean, in the end, Moxley did pick up the win. I don't think that was ever in doubt, but Commander put up a lot more of a fight than I ever thought he would. Um, and he, I mean, the way Moxley won, he didn't pin him. He forced him to tap out with an arm submission. So typical Mox there. It was a, it was a good match. I don't, I don't think Mox matches up well against luchadors. Right. But this one worked. Um, I think maybe Mox would match up well against Penta because of the size. Penta's a big luchador. Um, Commanders on the smaller side are the typical size of a luchador. So, but I, I it, it worked. It, they Mox, and, and I know a lot of people harp on him, uh, which I don't know why. I, he can adapt to who he's working with. Mm, very I know well. A lot of people don't think he can, but I personally think he can. And the reason I personally think he can is because. You take a, somebody that's sitting on the couch drinking a kettle one. Hey, I drink kettle one while I'm watching kettle <laughs> one, just to let you know. You take a guy sitting there drinking a vodka and going, wait a minute, this guy's entertaining me right now. If he's entertaining you, then he's doing his job. Yep. If I'm thinking, man, these guys are botching it or whatever, missing spots or whatever you want to say it if you're not a a, a wrestling fan or whatever going, this just doesn't work. This doesn't look good. Doesn't look in sync. And then, okay. Then they don't mesh, but mock can work with anybody. Right. So does he have the physique that they harp him on? No, 
Can he hit hard? Yeah. So, yep. Yeah, it worked. He, he can adapt. At least we didn't see the skewers tonight. Gosh, that always makes me cringe when they do that. That yeah. that's a little. That's a little. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that, or the or the pizza cutter or the, or the yeah. There was there were some crazy spots in that stadium stampede match the other day. But glass punch. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. This is all video package from backstage at All, all In showing FTR confronting the Young Bucks and asking why they want to shake their hands for everybody that might have missed it after that classic tag match. FTR went to shake the Bucks' hands. The Bucks went kind of heelish Bucks and said, nah, roll out of the ring, went to the back. Bucks admitted they were just disappointed, but they then apologized it and then right when, right, or then apologized for it right when it looks like they were going to make up and shake hands. Bullet Club Gold appeared. They said yeah. there is room for winners, so Young Bucks should leave. FTR suggests them and the Young Bucks face Bullet Club Gold at All Out, so we're getting a four-on-four tag match Sunday. Eight Didn't see that tag. coming. Didn't see that coming. No. It wasn't a six-man. Sorry, Shep. If we're going to break down the segment, the segment was good. If Juice Robinson and Jay White talked, if the other two would shut the hell up, <laughs> that's what they want. That's but, what they want them to do. But I felt like they talked over. Jay yeah, they White. they always do. Always do. He, he's trying to set this up, and and he has the experience to do this. Yep. And the other two douchebags are just talking over him. It's confusing coming through the TV. So I mean, I get what they were getting. I I get it. But it took them 10, 15 seconds longer to get it through because the dumbasses wouldn't shut the hell up. It will be really interesting if Punk is suspended, which that's the rumor. I haven't really seen official report, but that's kind of what's been reported out there. So if he's suspended, can't be at collision. The reason they did a pre-tape tonight, you know, being in Chicago and everything, they probably didn't want the Bucks out there, even though they'll be out there Sunday. Do we see the Bucks finally appear on collision? to further this with uh, Bullet Club Gold on Saturday. One, one thing will tend to that, and that's the pre-pay-per-view buys. Mm-hmm. Which I know, it, and, I, and maybe I'm one of the few, if the pay-per-view starts at 8 o'clock, I'm getting my dinner and I'm sitting down at 7.45, I'm buying it, right? Yep, yep. But there's a lot of people that buy it on Friday, Saturday. That way, you don't have to worry about the traffic crashing. Right, right. The BR Live sucking like it always does. Easy Tanner. I hate that app. It's not as bad as Peacock, but it's pretty bad. Uh, it's pretty bad. Well, Peacock's bad too. Yeah. But uh, so I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Tony's privy to those numbers and he sees the pre buys. Yeah. So he knows. I think that will influence the way he writes the show Saturday. Yeah. And probably who's available. And I, I don't, I don't envy Tony. He's got a lot to figure out in a couple of days. So, well, Hey, here's the thing. Tony Khan. And I don't want to, I don't want to like make his head inflated. (laughs) Okay. But he's got enough money. Right. To do the hell he wants to do. You're right. So if he wants to prove a point and say, I'm done with your stuff, punk, 
I, I can I can make money without you. And if I don't make money and I break even, guess what? I'm still a billionaire because mm-hmm. I am who I am. I don't need you, punk. So at some point in time, you have to outweigh the money compared to the pain in the ass. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And when the pain in the ass outweighs yeah. the money, that's when you say, yeah. deuces, I'm going to go have another line of co- I mean, another cup of coffee <laughs> and I'm going to write my wrestling show. Yep. I, I got a lot of thoughts similar to that. I'll, I'll wait. And then and we'll get there eventually. So we'll, we'll get through Dynamite first. Uh, we saw Tony Storm showing backstage with Renee Paquette. She said she's very happy for Soraya, but she went off script in her performance, and now she has no title or friends. Storm says Ruby Soho hates her now, and she can't touch, trust Soraya. It's safe to say Wembley went tits up. Yes, that is a direct quote she said. She Yeah. She walks away saying she can't trust anyone, including her shoes, who, which she threw at Renee, which I'm like, all right. Renee well, sold that awesome though, yeah, by the way. She yeah, pros pro. So this is the new character I feel like mm-hmm. debuted on on Sunday. And she's trying to be like the Marilyn Monroe-esque type. Mm-hmm. So I felt like today with her promo with the hair curl and everything, it was an act. Yes. Like she's she's gonna be the actor in this or the mm-hmm. actor. Mm-hmm. That's her new, and maybe that gets her away from the outcast and starts her on her own. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I think we see official split between those three on Saturday at Collision. Mm. So that's my guess. Then see Jericho come to the ring. He was talking about All In, how he enjoyed the spectacle and the uh, the majesty of it. But then he uh, feels bad how he treats Sammy, his brother from day one. So he calls Sammy out, apologizes to Guevara. So he saw what he did with the bat. So he apologizes for not thinking Sammy did enough. And he holds out his hand. Sammy shakes it, says he's always had his back. And a little push won't break it up. But then Jericho says he's been thinking about what he could, he could have done. Or maybe Sammy could have hit Will Ospreay harder. Guevara makes Jericho say that again. He points out if Jericho had hit Osprey a little harder with the juices effect, maybe he could have. Won, won the match. Jericho says sometimes that he asks Guevara to do something that doesn't turn out how he envisioned it. Guevara asks him uh, if, if you know, flying to London and leaving his pregnant wife to have his back. And Jericho points out that people in the locker room would have killed for that spot. He's been thinking if he wasn't so worried about But Sammy said if he was thinking if he wasn't so worried about having Jericho's back, maybe he could have wrestled on the card itself. Why Jericho says if he follows his advice, maybe next year he'll be on it. And Guevara, they're just going back and forth. Guevara says he will learn how not to lose on the biggest show they've ever done. Jericho says it's getting out of control. They've been together from day one. They need to get back to what they do best. He wants to reunite the Lasex gods, go after what they've earned, a chance to become AEW Tag Team Champions next week. He wants to start that road, and Sammy agrees. So next week in Indy, we're getting Lasex gods against uh, To Be Determined. You left out when Sammy mentioned how he lost the title. I yes. popped a little bit for that. <laughs> yes, he lost the title out. Uh, out, out back. Out right? back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're Chris Jerk, what the hell are you doing at an outback? Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot about that until he brought it up tonight. I didn't. So, I'd rather I, go. To, I'd rather go to Red Lobster than an outback. This threw me for a loop, though. I thought we were going to get these two at all out. I think I even predicted that like a month ago. And I thought that's where it was yeah. building. Yep. And so, so if you guys remember our experience last year in Indy, mm-hmm. there's one tag team that stood out. 
Oh yeah, uh, um, Turbo, yes. and uh, and they're in the and they're in their they're, they're in the ROH yes Battle so Royal. We get we I'm telling you right now we get Turbo and whatever the hell his partner's name is. We get Turbo versus the sex the sex gods next weekend because Turbo is the money. That would be great. I, I thought for a second you were going to say they're going to win and face better than you, baby, at all out on Sunday. I mean, you talk about a hell of a push. I mean, I think I think he, the Turbo guy on social media, has gained some traction. They both follow us, I believe. The KOP that is. Well, they they're smart individuals. Yes, they are. They but are. They do. They do the. Well, back then they did the elevation and dark. Yes. And then they always were on the main show as security guards. Yep. With their hair pulled back and this and that. So I believe they were just on NWA's pay per view too over the weekend. Oh, the NWA 75? Yep. Which... Your, boy, your boy Billy. Your boy Billy. At least he took the belt off the horse and he, that guy had to retire. What's Turbo's? <laughs> I, I've never wrestled a match in my life and I think I could be a better wrestler in time. He mailed it in. He mailed it in. He he was an athletic big guy back in the day, but now, I mean, he hit the ropes like, oh my god, that was the worst rope spot I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that know. reminded me of Hogan and Big Show chair shot. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Well, why Shep's doing some research here. Get on to the next match. It was Eddie Kingston defending his NJPW Strong Openweight Championship against Wheeler Yuta. Fun, hard-hitting match here. Uh, Yuta had some heat coming out. They had to cut the yeah. mic, mic crowd off. The FU, uh, FU Wheeler, FU Yuta chants were going pretty loud. Uh, Wheeler started off slapping Kingston, which fired up Kingston, of course. But Yuta was focusing on the taped elbow of Eddie's, dropping him to the mat, stomping away at the injury, dropped several knee strikes to it. Uh, but but um, Kingston to the ring post, but Kingston fired back with a chop, tried and create some separation, but Yuta responded with a senton. Uh, back and forth, keeps going on. Finally, at the end, uh, Yuta withstood the first a half and half suplex and spinning back fist connected. And then he asked for another and he's like, okay, did it again and retained the title. So, yeah. Yeah. It was a, a pretty good match. Um, especially coming off of stadium stampede for these two. Oh yeah. And then after the match, Claudio walked around the ring, completely ignored Kingston, despite the fact Eddie was trying to call him into the ring for a fight. So they're setting that up for the next ROH pay-per-view. Pretty sure. Yep. Which makes sense. Makes sense. All right. They're called the Outrunners. There we go. And it's Turbo Flo- Turbo Floyd. <laughs> I just think this is, these are just great names. Uh, Turbo Floyd and Truth Magnum. Truth Magnum. The Outrunners. Uh, yes, I hope the, they are there next week. The The question becomes, will... Uh, Dan the Dad show up or boy, Dan the Dad has been a social media stud. Mm-hmm. We saw him, mm-hmm. and he had some really good matches with Orange Cassidy on some mm-hmm. independent shows. So, hopefully, we see Dan the Dad back because he was a crowd favorite. 
it'll be interesting without dark and elevation uh who we see well i mean because we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll still get a dark match but and then dynamite and rampage so it'll be interesting. i think i think last year you know obviously we go live at eight o'clock eastern standard time mm-hmm. but they started wrestling somewhere around five thirty, six o'clock Eastern Standard Time because we got there what six ish, and they were they mm. were well six six thirty ish, and they were well into it. I thought we got there at seven. I think we got there closer to seven because Tanner didn't slow, even. Paul must have been a slow driver. You were driving. You drove down. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it was Tanner. We were supposed to meet yeah. uh, at your um, employment place there at five o'clock, and he didn't roll in till almost five thirty. Nah, I don't remember that. Don't remember. <laughs> don't remember. Don't know what you're talking For about. Once it wasn't my fault. Don't know. No, what it was Tanner's. Case Snitsky, wasn't your fault. Well, hey, um, so just <laughs> this this has nothing. I was trying to, to get a spit take. I was trying to tie that perfectly upon. I almost got it. You got close. Almost. Yeah. Almost. I know we're talking about a podcast and we're live, but uh, next Wednesday we probably need to give us a little 30, 40 minute uh, advance because of Paul's governor and his road construction right now. Oh, good call. Good call. Oh, yeah. Good call. Paul's My governor. governor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I dropped us explicit 30 minutes in. Jeez. Don't save you, that, save don't. that for your SmackDown recap. Oh, you, yeah. Don't you interview all those guys in your normal job, Paul? No, <laughs> I pass that off to other people now. Oh, I'm too important. I I pull a Shep and just sit in my office and do nothing. <laughs> I don't do nothing. I mean, I look at YouTube videos and listen to podcasts and what am I have for lunch? That's yeah, a big deal. Important. That is a yeah. That's that that, that sets the tone for the rest of the day. You know, you get around 10 o'clock in the morning and your coffee's gone. Yeah. You're going, my coffee's gone, but what the hell am I going to have for lunch mm-hmm. here? Mm-hmm. It's a big decision. It, it sets the tone for the rest of the day. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right, back to Dynamite. Um, yeah. We get a video of the new ROH Tag Champs, which I still can't believe these guys actually won that. I mean, it's awesome. I just never... I mean, good, good for kick. the real kick. Kangaroo <laughs> kick was amazing. It was awesome. It was... Uh, MJF Ab Cole backstage after the match uh, said there will be a battle royal on AEW Rampage to decide who they will face them for ROH World Tag Team Championships at All Out. Then there will be a tournament to see who faces MJF for the AEW World Championship at Grand Slam, which is taking place on September 20th. Uh, so he's taking a week off. I love so, it. Yep. I loved it. I'm going to go to France and bang some racks. <laughs> it, 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 it was perfect with his social media posts. I don't know if it was yesterday on Monday or Monday. There was Eiffel Tower and he said looking for some rats. So I thought it was a great segment. I love that he bitches that Adam Cole makes him wrestle so much. Yep. Um, wrestled more in three months than I've wrestled yeah. all year. I loved it, which I think he uses that because. Coming into this year, he was really harped on that he didn't wrestle right. so much. And his first uh, match back, um, Bully Ray and the Busted Open guys really, really tweaked on him or mm-hmm. harped on him. And I think he took that to heart. So I think he's trying to work more. But, yeah, he's not going to let you know. Like, he's going to spin it off like, I don't want to do this. Right. You know, and 
it's all your fault that I'm working. I work two matches. I'm beat up, you know. I love the ice pack on the shoulder. Oh, it's in his the way he's carrying himself now in the post media scrum, even on social media. Like he thanked everybody pretty much in the company, but then wanted himself to get the the most thanks. I'm like, that's awesome because he, he's leaning in towards the uh, tweener or kind of the face. I'm just I keep thinking, when's he gonna break all of our hearts? I'm just I'm just waiting for it. I yeah, hope I think, I'm wrong. I think Sunday. I think you get Adam Cole to break your hearts and, and make him a bigger heel and MJF a big, the biggest face. And when I say the biggest face, and and I might get some shit for this, okay? You might, they might compare him to the Attitude Era Rock or Stone Cold. Yeah. He might get those type of pops. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think Adam Cole's a great human being. He might be the one of the, if not the nicest guy in AEW. But, and, and I'm glad the crowd's got a, a chance to cheer for him most of this year as a babyface. But he plays a better heel. Oh, yes. He, the snarky heel, that, that's him. So. Now, I don't know. I do. A better person in AEW? I'd vote for Eddie Kingston. Eddie's a good dude, too. All right, yeah. He's yeah. good dude, too. Hey, he's one of the reasons the Bucks came back. Nick Jackson said so yesterday in this Instagram story. So, Yeah. Yep. But they don't like each other, remember? Storyline. So. Yeah. Eddie Kingston doesn't like him. <laughs> Eddie doesn't like, like anybody. He doesn't like anybody. Yeah. Speaking of Adam Cole, we then got story time with Adam Cole, baby. He uh, came out, thanked everybody for making all in the most special night of his life, but didn't wasn't quite perfect. The hurt, the loss in the in the main event hurt him, but he knows one day he'll get another shot at the AEW World Title. So MGF's banged up, but uh, he will be ready to go. And then Roderick Strong, the Kingdom, make their way to the ring. Roderick says Cole cares more about MGF's neck than his own. Roderick comes away. He comes away away from this just as a like like Savani uh, like- uh, said, call the ambulance. I mean, he comes away yeah. like a whiny bitch. In this ambulance, which I love, I love the commentary when he yeah. said ambulance and yep. Taz and Echo were like, "What? Yeah, what? Like, the, ambulance? Yeah, yeah." Um, but but I like this whole segment because Cole said it's getting absurd. He doesn't know if it's because he's listening to the Kingdom, but Mike Bennett cuts him off, says he's doing story time, tells crowd to shut up, takes him back to 2010 ROH, and they compete against each other. And they got each other's jobs. They felt like they were bonded uh, to life after that. He says they picked up each other during their worst moments and celebrated their best, but Cole cares too much about what the fans think and not what they meant to him. Taven then pipes in, says this is who Cole is. He needed the kingdom to take over ROH, but then he jumped ship to the Bullet Club to get the merchandise money. Then he went to Florida and surrounded himself with friends to prop him up to hold the title. Now he's latched on to MGF because he thinks that's his gateway to the AEW world title. Cole said he's sorry if he made them feel that way, but he has learned that it's important to be understanding regarding friendships, and they need to accept that MGF isn't just his friend. He's his best friend, and Roderick Strong says he's not going to accept that. He's entering the Grand Slam tournament to do what Cole couldn't do, and that is beat MGF to become the AEW World Champion. He will do it with his friends by his side. Cole says it's a bad idea as next Strong's neck is not in good condition. Roderick says he doesn't need a roll-up or a diamond ring or a neck that is 100%. Roderick I love- sucks on the mic. Yeah, he's not, right. not that great. Yeah, right. yeah. And and that's kind of, you know, I, I was going to say, I love the fact that he can't even remember MJF's name. 
because he's like, I'm going to do what you did, and I'm going to beat MJF. <laughs> he was stumbling, you could tell. He was trying yeah. to remember. Yep. Now, but I think Matt Taven, He didn't get handed a script. That's the problem. No. I think Matt Taven could be – I wouldn't call him a million bucks, but I'd call him 500000 Like, I think he's got super potential, and, and Bennett could be really good too. I think Roger Strong brings those two guys down right now. Well, and it's disappointing because when he came into AW, I was praising his in-ring work, but his mic skills are a little lacking. Yeah, and I don't, I do not like this whole neck, neck thing. Jealous thing does not help him out one bit. We we've seen him on the independents in the last three weeks. You know, wrestling. He comes to the ring with the neck brace and he rips it off and has a has a great match. Right. He, he was in P, uh, PWG three weeks ago, I think. In fact, I think he wrestled Daniel Garcia. If I had to be if you had to look me up on that one. Uh, but yeah, that it just doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't play right. Um, Matt Taven and Bennett, I think they're individual stars. Um, they have some obvious, obviously ROH legacy. So they have some clout there, but I think they can, the, the kingdom is not a bad faction. Um, as long as you keep Roderick off the mic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad they got some big time TV time tonight on Dynamite. So I like the callbacks ROH. You know, I mean they, and I know ROH is owned by AW and Tony Khan, or owned by Tony Khan, I should say, not owned by AW. But I like the callbacks. They don't they don't shy away from mentioning things about other companies and promotions. So no, yeah, and 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 they made a comment about when he went to Florida, right? Right. When I went to Florida, which and they brought Bullet Club, which. Was the actual Bullet Club in New yeah. Japan? So said he, yeah. he did it for the money, basically. Yeah. Yep. The one of the best part of this segments had nothing to do with talking, but I thought uh, Matt Taven's purple Jordans were on point. Yes, he had he had some fire sneaker games tonight. Yes, he did. The, the AW locker room as a whole does pretty good with their shoe game. They spent There's quite a, a few guys. Oh, they spend stu- a lot of money. Stupid amount. Stupid amount. We then got the lone women's match of the night. Uh, Six-woman tag. Chris Statlander, Hakura Shida, and Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose. Emory, Emory, Go ahead. This is why you're on Emmy. the read. It's Emmy. Emmy, Emmy. Sakura and, and, and Marina Shafir. Yeah, it's not, not that hard to pronounce. Sakura, yeah. right? Sakura. Emmy Sakura, yeah. Who's been around AW a bunch for a long time. I don't know why I stumbled on that. So, And so, you know what Sakura means, right? No. In English. It means fast forward. Ooh. See, Paul was a big fan of this women's match tonight. So. But Paul's a big Statlander fan. Really? <laughs> I want to hear this. It lab- no, I enjoyed it, all right? I, I enjoyed the storytelling. Um, you know, Britt and Sheeta were just in the Fatal 4-Way women's match Sunday night. They tried to work together, had a couple slip-ups where they were hitting each other by mistake. It was that storytelling. It's planting seeds for something. And finally, Britt Baker has gear that actually looks halfway decent. And then, of course, yeah, I enjoy watching Statlander. She's a talented wrestler. Undefeated? 
this year now so the far? other team I could care less for anybody on that team, but your I think Shafir's got a lot of potential. team was good. I think Shafir's got a lot of potential, but that did you guys know that is Roderick Strong's wife? Shafir. Mm-hmm. Yep. She'd be I know who wears the pants in that relationship. She beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Teach their own. Maybe he's into that. You know. Yeah. That's why he's got a neck brace on. He's hiding the uh, <laughs> the marks. Oh no. Uh, but uh, in the end, the babyface team won. Akira Shida, Chris Statlander, and Britt Baker. After the match, Shida and Baker argue backstage, which they never get along. And then Ruby So hits the ring, nails uh, Statlander with no feature, no, the no future, leaving her laying in the ring before their match Sunday at All Out. Uh, backstage, we see Callis, which I forgot to mention earlier. Callis tried to confront Sammy Guevara. Guevara pretty much told him to F off and get away. Um, well, you know, was, was the scar even redder tonight than it? Yeah, had always, yes. every week, every, every week. week it gets darker. darker. He might have an he might have an infection. He might want to get that checked out. He might get some penicillin. Uh, Callis uh, then is showing uh, uh, Takeshka all of Kenny Omega's injuries and the moves he should hit to exploit that. So sounds like a HIPAA violation to me. Yeah, That's true. You can't you can't get rid of that uh, medical information on especially yeah. on public television, right? Yeah. It's callous. You don't care. I hope he gets arrested next week. <clears throat> we we then see the we saw the claim surprise Billy Gunn. Uh, they came out good rap like always out of caster. Uh, Daddy S is back. He says last Sunday was a really good day for them. They became the trio's champions. Caster says 80,000 people witnessed them capturing the titles, but they thought it was fitting. Uh, they came back to Chicago where uh, one year ago they lifted up the acclaim to the next level and promised to lift these titles up to lift the division. Uh, that is why he wanted to kick start things with a ribbon-cutting ceremony. Billy Gunn joked that Caster only has a little one, scissors, and they should use his big one, scissors. And Gunn then cuts the ribbon. Bowen says, this is their house now. They welcome everybody to the house of ass. Bowen says, these titles are dull, so they have a surprise for Billy. They claim then surprise Billy with a new custom title. They have a hot pink leather strap. On top of that, the straps also scissor at the back with Gunn claiming he can just scissor himself now. Bowen says they need to break them in. And on collision this Saturday, they're going to defend the titles, which we found out is against Daniel Garcia, Matt Menard, and uh, Angelo Parker. Okay. I'm not a fan of the titles. Um, I was fine with them going back to gold, you know, because the House of Black had the black and silver ones. Gold was fine, but the pink straps just remind me of a crappy WCW title. Yeah, but yeah, I think the scissoring. At the the scissoring is cool. That's cool on that the back. makes the title. Yeah. yeah. What belt are you talking about? The pink title in WCW? No, they didn't have. I'm just. The design of it oh. made it look like like WCW two thousand, oh, okay. like when they started just having weird belts and designs. But the claims over the claims over though they move merchandise, so um, I get it. I get it. We then got the main event: Orange Cassidy defending the AEW International Championship against Penta El Zero Mirdo, uh, with the winner going on to face John Moxley this Sunday at All Out. It was weird seeing Orange in the main event, um, but I. I know we talk this guy up all the time on the podcast anymore. I don't know why I ever doubted the guy. I ever spoke badly of the guy because he just produces every single week. Um, and these two had a fun match. Hard-hitting match. 
Another match that Orange barely squeaks out at the end. Uh, at the end, Penta dragged uh, Orange to the middle and stomped on his arms. You know, everybody going after the hand, going after the arms. Snaps it backwards before hitting another fear factor. But Orange kicked out. Penta was shocked. And in his shock, he kind of uh, lost concentration. And Orange quickly rolled him up for the one, two, three. Dude, Orange had more tape on his back than the third grader's art project. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? And towards the end, he just ripped it off and threw it. But yeah. Uh, but after that, uh, Orange cuts a pretty good promo for Orange. One of the longer promos we ever heard, ever heard him cut. Pretty much saying he's got to defend this title all the time. Well, we'll defend it anytime. Uh, it means more to him than anything. Says, uh, you know, talks some trash about Moxie. Moxie comes out, gets in his face. Orange smacks him. Moxie just smirts and gets in his face even more. So, um, you guys think this main events? Sunday, or what do you think as of right now with the eight matches we know? What do you think main events? Um, so I feel like you, even though MGF's your champion, I feel like you can't have him and Adam Cole main event because it's, it's for the ROH tag titles, not anything no. associated with AEW. I, I, I think it's either this match or it's the eight man tag. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm leaning more towards that eight man tag. Yeah, which which if that that's the case. There better be a big payoff afterwards, leading to something. So, but uh, fun main event, like I said. And Penta, I feel bad for Penta in singles competitions. He always brings it, but he barely ever gets the W's. Yeah, but I mean, you gotta remember, Penta was an he was an Impact World Champion. Yes, he was. And they did not. I remember. I mean, that's been a long time ago, but I remember watching some of that. And they they didn't let him talk. Um, they didn't let him do anything, but they they put the belt on him. And I think it was because again he's a bigger luchador and super athletic, super intimidating big. looking too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he was a heel if if I'm not um, mistaken in Impact. And the and the guy can go mm-hmm. obviously. So I like to see him a little bit. I would say more of an into more of a singles wrestler because Phoenix is so good and, and and they work so good together. Obviously, being brothers, but yep, I agree. I agree. Well, with uh, Dynamite's review complete, uh, I want to hear your guys' ratings. We'll mm. go with uh, the non-champion of Paul first. Mm. Loser. Mm. I mean, non-champion. Mm. Yeah, no, loser. I was third place. I'll admit that. I sucked it all out. But hey, <laughs> that's okay. Um, man, this didn't do much for me. Um, this is another low one for me. It's a 6-3. I was not impressed. I mean, there there was wow, this is this is gonna be a this is gonna be a flip-flop here because I thought the show half ass was entertaining. Now it, it it had a lot to live up to because last week, Paul, I know you weren't on the pod. Austin, I thought that was AW's best go home show they've ever yes. done last week. I I agreed with you guys a hundred percent. Um, coming off of what we saw over the weekend, I thought they did a pretty darn good job. Obviously, you're not going to have guys like yeah, you didn't have Punk on there. 
whether he'd be on there or not because of Dynamite versus Collision. No Jack Perry. Uh, no Jack Hollywood. Uh, no Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, which whatever. Uh, no Darby, no Sting. I, I still thought the show was pretty darn good because of the matches. Um, man, this this one's this one's tough. I'm going seven point one, and I'm usually the low guy. I'm the negative Nelly here, but I thought one of the this is this is uh two pods in a row. I've been pretty low, so yeah. Oh, I'm going to be the middleman here. I'm not quite in the sevens, but I'm not as low as as uh, Paul. I'm going six eight. Um, I mean, like I said last week was such a high show for me. Um, this week, and I should give Tony, you know, some credit because I'm sure there was a lot of moving pieces. I mean, he wouldn't have made that tweet tonight if if not ahead of the show. And and of course, backstage drama probably screwed up some plans. And we still have. Rampage and Collision, so it's not really fair for me to rip the all-out card just yet because it's probably not finalized. I mean, there's only eight matches. When when has AW ever had a pay-per-view with eight matches? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get two matches here, yeah. here this weekend. Yeah, so oh, our, yeah. our predictions will be screwed up, but that's okay. Um, so I'll go I'll go six eight. I thought the show moved at a pretty good pace tonight. Um, I I just going into Sunday. I mean, I'm gonna order it, of course. Not only for this podcast, but I, I love watching AEW and Labor Day weekend and everything. But this is probably the least excited I've been going into an AEW pay-per-view. But I was really pumped going into All In, so. Yeah. I think this pay-per-view, we get the surprises. I could see that. I hope so. I would think if Punk isn't there, which it, let's be honest, right now it looks like he's not going to be. That's got to be a fired up United Center crowd. If Tony's got some strings to pull and some surprises, he better do it. Because you do not want that crowd to hijack the show. And they will. There's one free agent, some Canadian guy. I think I know him. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Never heard of him. I'm kind of on the edge, but I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Honest to God, guys, I know you don't want to hear this. But if if Punk's out for a while and and Tony feels like he really needs some buzz, he needs to do whatever he can to get Mr. Adam Copeland in, get Mercedes in whenever she's ready. And uh, this is the one I know you're gonna hate. I think he, I think he's got to try to get Goldberg for a couple matches. No, I, I think he's got to for that for the, get some buzz and some ratings. What, if he brings Goldberg in, I quit drinking kettle wine. All right. Look at Paul's face. Yep. That's how serious. All right. I will, I will quit drinking kettle one. I'll quit drinking vodka. You we'll, better pick up another drink then because, you know. We'll get in some punk this talk. that bad, guys. It was. <laughs> I don't think I want to eat the fruit out of this thing. Yeah. But. Uh, Yet. This Give one. it some time. We'll get into the punk talk, but first, let's do the all-out predictions, shall we? Let's let's. let's all right, let's all let's out. do this. The eight matches we have so far, this is this is this is tough. I'm not gonna lie, this because we don't have a it lot was. of time to think about it. But, Whose idea uh, was this, by the way? Yours. Yours. Oh shit! Yeah. Right. Tanner but, hadn't even picked anything for you yet. You that's just fine. picked it up. That's completely fine. I, I get to pick my own shots, right? 
Yeah, that's fine. Tanner picked a shirt. I, 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 I never did a stipulation for it, so I'm sure well, there'll be other opportunities in the future. Um, Knowing you two, yeah, I'm not a betting man, so. <laughs> actually, the more I drink, the more that is actually not bad. <laughs> I'm just going right. to drink the fruit out or eat the fruit out of it, but yeah. Just, so eat, got, just eat one. So we got eight matches. Uh, we will start off. I don't know what order these are going to be in, so I'm just going down the list. I uh, start off with Powerhouse Hobbs versus Miro. I'm getting. Hey, just to let you know, I got my official book here. So this was last week's <laughs> championship paper. So yeah, better usually frame I, that. Usually I rip it off and throw it away, but no, no, we're just putting it around the back. I, I just have a folded up piece of printing paper. That's <laughs> how good works. I am. Uh, who, who wants to start off? I think the champion goes first, right? All right, champ. Have at it. I got Miro over Powerhouse Hobbs for five. Okay. I, I'm letting you write, Tanner, before I talk. Oh. Just try to be nice. I got Miro for eight. You guys are pretty confident. I also got Miro's too hot right now. I got the Redeemer Miro for one because Miro got the upper hand on Hobbs the other day in the interaction on the zero hour and Hobbs was getting quite a push there for a while. Then they just stopped it. So I don't know. Yeah, but it's Miro. (laughs) I know it's Miro, but I mean, this could do a lot for Hobbs if he was to get a win, but I'm not confident enough to put Hobbs winning, but. I don't know. I can see it going either way. Uh, so that's why it's my one pointer. All right. The ROH TV title Samoa Joe versus Shane Taylor. This was just announced tonight. Champ? Go for it. Go for it, Paul. Oh, uh, I got Joe for seven. I don't think it's time for Joe to drop this title yet. I have Joe for seven as well. <laughs> I got Joe for five. So so far we've all agreed, but I've been the low man on both. So. All right. TBS. Yeah, that also means if we agree on other stuff, you're eventually going to be the high man. I could be. TBS Championship. Chris Statlander defending against Ruby Soho. Nice little rivalry going on for about a month or so. Go for it, Tanner. I have Chris Statlander for four. I have Statlander for six. <laughs> I have Statlander for eight. She's had it since what? Double or nothing? Ninety so some odd I, days. I thought maybe because I could see a, I could see them if they do pull the trigger on Ruby from a storybook standpoint. Then Ruby and Soraya have titles. Tony doesn't. That could take Tony down a dark hole. Yeah, I know. I, I was thinking about that, but I'm still but, sticking with my guns on this one. Yeah, Statlander is undefeated right now this year. So I got. I keep wondering back in my mind when did Jade get to come back? Maybe that's a maybe that's a surprise return someday. I uh, I read a lot of things where she might not come back. I know. I know she's saying that, but I keep thinking she's trying to throw everybody off. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, we then have the TNT title: Darby Allen versus Luchasaurus, the real TNT champion. I got Luchasaurus for four points. Paul? I got 
I got Luchasaurus for five points, and it's going to be a dirty win. Christian's going to get involved. He's not going to go over clean. I got Darby Allen for three. All right. So I don't like it the more I think match. about it because uh, I think they really like having Christian involved with this. But Darby, also, if there's, Darby, there's no sting. So unless he gets involved, yeah. even things you know, up. I feel like anytime Sting's involved in the match, yeah, whatever it is, they they make sure they go over. But if no, Dar no if, if Darby was to win, this would make him what a three, if not four time TNT champion, and yeah. right up there with with Guevara, and maybe they eventually have a feud again. I don't this know. is is this Luchasaurus' first title defense? Uh, I think he's had a few defenses. Oh, he defended against Lance Archer. Okay. Well, it's been a while. Or is that somebody else? I, I don't know. It's been a while. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, Better than you, Bebe, MJF, and Adam Cole versus To Be Determined, the winner of the Rampage Battle Royale, which if you look at the team graphic, I think there's only like three teams that realistically probably have a chance to win that thing. Outrunners. Outrunners. That would be great. Best friends. <laughs> They're one of them that probably has a chance. Them, the Hardys. Uh, yeah. Aussie Open, getting a rematch there. I could see that. Um, I'll start us off. I went better than you, Bay Bay, for one. Okay. I went better than you, Bay Bay, for six. Oh, wow. I went better than you, Bay Bay, for eight. I think they're milking this for all they can get. Yeah. Uh, we then have uh, a good rivalry here, uh, personal rivalry, Takeshka versus Kenny Omega. Can, can I point something out? You guys are going to laugh at me. Have you ever seen how they spell Takeshka's last name? Yes. Yes. Trust me. That's how I pronounce it when I'm not on this podcast. And, and I'll get to thinking – you know, Takeshi has been around for about a year, and I can't remember if we've ever brought this up. I don't think we have, at least on air. But I look at it, and it's like, it's take shit uh. Take shit uh. It's a PR spin, in my opinion. Yes. It's well, like... I looked, uh, I, looked at, I looked him up earlier today, and I'm like, somebody's messing with his Wikipedia page. <laughs> like, somebody's nope. trying to be a funny. But nope, that is how it is spelled. I saw it on TBS tonight, and I'm like, okay, they're not messing with him. But like, so we got we got take Shitta versus Kenny Omega. <laughs> oh well, sorry, that's mean. I I should make fun of a guy that could probably kick your teeth down your throat. <laughs> well, he he probably could kick my teeth down my throat, but. I probably shouldn't make fun of a guy that can't speak a lick of English, has crooked ass teeth, and has a funny last name. That's mean. That's mean. I'm probably everybody's gonna think I'm an asshole now, aren't I? You are definitely the heel of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, both Tanner and I have tried it. Every time we fall short, to you. Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> cheers. All right, champ. Who do you got? Um. Just because he, I don't want to take a shit. Uh, I'm taking Kenny Omega for two. Paul. 
take Shitta for four. Why not? I'll just pronounce it like it's spelled tonight. I got Kenny for six. Whoa. All right. I just... I don't I, know. I, I, I Kenny's don't, on a losing streak I here lately, he and I think it continues Sunday. Yeah, I feel like Takeshka's got the upper hand over him already a few times, so Kenny's due. Oh, Kenny's been due, but, you know. Well, speaking of Kenny, how about Kenny's buddies, Young Bucks and FTR versus Bullet Club Gold? Go for it, Paul. Uh, I've got FTR and Bucks for three. I have FTR and the Bucks for three. See, the Elite have been killing me on predictions lately. So I'm going Bullet Club Gold for two. Oh, bang, bang, gang. I just, I, I don't know what they're trying to do here, story wise. And maybe FTR and the Bucks kind of get into it and cost each other the match. All right, I can get behind that. That this was one that I had a hard time predicting, but FTR's been on such a roll here lately. It would seem weird for them to take the L on a pay-per-view against the Bang Bang Gang. It's hard yeah. for an eight-man tag to go clean finish though. Yeah, that is true. Yep. Yep. And then lastly, uh, Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley for an AW International Championship. <laughs> well, I'm looking at all of our answers, and it's pretty much simple. I got Mox. I got Mox for one. All right. So I was literally uh, unsure what I was going to do on this one. This one, I you have two circled points, it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it's for two points. I'll give you that much. You're, you're right. It's for two points. But um, I was waiting on everybody to join this after the quiz when I finally decided on Moxley. And and Tanner, looking at yours, you're going to have two points on this as well. Not two. I just did two for Bullet Club Gold. Oh, shit, you did. Sorry. I'm taking Moxley for seven. You don't have a seven on there. Mm-hmm. I'm either gonna kick ass at this or get my ass kicked. There's no way around. Like no, it's yeah. gonna be one way or the other. So I well, after looking at this, I picked Moxley. I hope o- OC wins. <laughs> I just I think OC's reign's been amazing. I think if anybody has to take it off, Moxley makes sense, and Moxley will defend that thing all the time. So, well, yes. after the promo we got tonight. That's when I really was like, yeah. all right. I was, believe it or not, I was leaning orange in this until that promo. And then I was just, it made me question yeah. way too much stuff. And I just, I can't get over it. I had to go mox. Yep. Well, good luck on Sunday, boys. Cause this is, this could be an interesting one. And, and like I said, more matches probably get added, but that's, that's what we do get for having a pot on Wednesday nights. So we do so have a, let's, let's do this. Yep. Let's do this. And 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 we'll watch. Most of us will watch Saturday night, or we'll, yeah. we'll catch up. Right. Um, let's go by twelve o'clock Sunday afternoon. Okay. Let's put. Let's just say there's going to be two matches, right? Mm-hmm. So let's go with 
let's go with five bonus points of those two matches. Maybe three, whatever it is. Um, and we'll, we'll do a text group and, and Tanner can relay it to social media. Yep. We'll do a, we'll, if, if they announce a extra match out of these eight, we'll pick between the group. No, no, uh, bonus or wager points, but we'll yeah, do no a, confidence points, but we'll, we'll do a five point bonus. Yeah. I like that. I'm up for that. I like that. That's a good so, way to do it. It's a good way to yeah. do it. Yeah. I like that. And if we don't get any, then I made myself look like a fool. But <laughs> I think no, we're going to get no, some. It's, no. it's Tony we'll, Khan. We'll get at least one more. Probably get four more. Let's be honest. Um, I can't. I mean, maybe maybe we get Tony Khan versus CM Punk. Hey, he could. He could. And right before I get into the Punk talk, we have a comment on YouTube and uh, by Kyle Miller. And if he wants to explain himself, like what exactly he's saying here, I'd be all for it. Maybe you guys can help me here. But he said, this is like if WrestleMania Night 1 being advertised as the Roman match and Night 2's only match mentioned is like Dom versus Finn for some title and you can't even see it as the main event, so who knows? Comparing All In and All Out. All all In being Night 1, All Out being Night 2. I completely see what he's saying. That makes sense. Thank you. We had a a mega main event for, for All In. Yep. And right now, we don't... We have MJF uh, working the ROH tag titles. Yeah, yeah, that's quite a drop off, right? So, nothing against the ROH tag titles. Hey, no problem at all. No problem at all. <laughs> hey, Kyle, you could you could hang out with my friend group. I'm just saying right now. Uh, <laughs> anyways. Um, yeah, you got you got him working with the OH tag titles, and he's your he's your he's your he's your rock, he's your Ric Flair, and right now he's in Paris banging some rats. So yep, yep, it's he he's got a point. He, no, he does, he does, and 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 you know the guy, and we'll get right into the punk stuff because this is going to relate to my punk discussion. The uh, guy I feel sorry for right now is Ricky Starks because the whole reason they had his suspension. Storyline suspension on collision was to keep him off all in. And he was supposed to, according to Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful, he was supposed to be the main event on all out against CM Punk for the real world championship this Sunday. And now who knows if he's even going to be on the card. Yeah. Hopefully they can find something for him. But I mean, you're not going to get Jack Perry. You're not going to get Ricky Starks. It's... And I think that's why we're only currently sitting at eight matches is because TK is going, all right, what do we do? Got to figure some stuff out. That was yeah. planned now. And uh, yeah, I can't set this match up at collision like I wanted to. Here's my whole thing with the punk. I mean, it, it's once again, the backstage drama is overshadowing a great pay-per-view, the most historic pay-per-view AEW's ever done. And I don't really care. I think both of them probably deserve a suspension, you know, from both sides of the story. Perry, Punk. Perry shouldn't have said what he did about the glass on the zero hour. But at the same time, it's like Punk has made a career for himself by driving, dro- uh, dropping pipe bombs, taking shots at people. And now all of a sudden, the last couple of years, he can't take any criticism from anybody without wanting to fight and punch people and, and stuff. And I, and I understand he feels like everybody's gaining up on him, which 
I'm sure there's some of that, but also um, there's a lot of guys that have his back. But I really, when it comes down to it, I kind of blame Tony Khan for all of this. Last year, there was a lot of things that led up to Punk and, and the Bucks and the brawl out that could have been prevented if Tony just set Hangman Page and CM Punk down together in a room. He and Jack Perry have had beef for a couple months. To SRS of Fightful Select's knowledge, Tony's never sat down with either one of them. Well, now, now let me be the asshole in the group. What else is new? <laughs> You're CM Punk. You're one of the top three stars in the group. Mm-hmm. You could give two shits about Jack Perry. Now, not saying that he is not a potential future star. Okay? But he's Jack but. Perry. He is a... a uh, oh, God. He's a little uh, eight-pound Yorkie dog nipping at your heels in your CM Punk. Yeah. So... Who gives if he if he wants to come and start chirping at you? Yeah, put his ass in a chokehold and get over it. Like I'm CM Punk, you're Jack Perry. Nothing, nothing against what you've done in the past. You have a you have the potential to be a really good professional wrestler and make a lot of money. But you need to listen to guys like CM Punk and not try to fight them. So, I, as much as I think CM Punk can be an asshole, I, I'm going to lead towards CM Punk on this one right now. That's just me. I kind of see both sides to it, but I'm just so, I'm getting so tired of Punk always in the headlines for backstage drama. And at, the, at some point, it's like there's a common denominator in all this. Yeah. It is. But could you imagine if you're sitting in a gorilla? And you're Triple H, and let's go. Let's go. Fifteen years ago, you're you're Triple H, and Carlito comes up and starts talking shit. Dude, Triple H is going to backhand him. Yeah. And and the reason I bring up Carlito because I watched a, a thing with uh. uh Remember when Carlito was leaving with Tory Cool and Ric Flair ripped his ass for leaving that, and that was a promo. Kind of, kind of reminds me of what I feel like Punk and Jungle Boy are going through. Yeah. Like, you need to respect what's going on here, Jack. I'm CM Punk. I've been there, done that. Yeah, I can be a prima donna bitch, but I'm still CM Punk. I'm still one of the biggest draws in this game. Got got to got to got to take a seat, bro. I I feel like Punk thinks he walks on water in this company, and it, 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 I think honestly, God, if it was any other person on the roster except CM Punk, I think they're gone by now. But Tony knows, you know, and, and it's also not just AW. It's 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 Warner Brothers Discovery who wanted this Saturday show surrounded by punk or, you know, center around punk. Um, so Tony's in a tough spot. Um, but yeah, also yes. it's been reported that Warner's very aware of the latest ongoings. So 
So I believe Punk's only got a three-year deal, but that was without injury time and suspension time tacked onto it. But I mean, does does Tony Khan have more money than Warner Brother? No. Well, well, I mean, if he talked to Ted and he said, look, I'm going to do what Eric Bischoff did, he might have gotten a check kind of like Bischoff did. So he might have some Warner money there. But I mean, I mean his family, when we talk about Shaq. Oh, oh, OK. Nah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. I mean, technically, Tony could just have Punk stay home, keep him under contract the whole time, still make money off merchandise and licensing and stuff. Yeah, have him do interviews or something. Now, my prediction is, I don't know how long these suspensions will be. Punk will be back. But I feel like he's just caused problems ever since he's came back. Is this strike two? Do we give yeah. him one more shot? And if he does it again, oh, all right, you're done. Go home. Especially Keep the title. I don't care. Go home. We'll see you at the end of your contract when, you know, we write it off. Especially when he's getting paid, which I'm I'm sure he's being very well compensated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that and, again, Tony Khan can afford to do that. So. I mean, we, we might never know what exactly happened. There's a lot of different sides, different reports out there. It's just kind of like Brawl Out last year. Don't know if we'll ever know exactly what happened. Um, but it was interesting. It's been reported Brody King supposedly broke his hand over this, being frustrated. Mm. Mm. Supposedly punched a wall. The Brody King and so, Punk are pretty tight. So. so, okay, if nothing else, keep Punk off of all shows with all. In the name, well, I think and you're kind of onto something there because I think Tony thought, you know, if we keep punk on Saturday nights, nothing bad is going to happen. Well, now it's proven a couple times when you have all talent under one roof for pay per views and stuff, stuff can still happen. Well, you make if it rhymes point, with though, brawl, no punk, <laughs> or you make you make a good point, Tanner. If Brody King punched the wall, hurt his hand, or whatever, and he's a CM Punk, yeah. Porter, that just tells you that Jack Perry came in as a whiny bitch and and upset the apple cart. Well, Jack probably should not have said what he said, but right, right. It's still this. I mean, like I started off this rant. Punk has made a career off saying things worse than that, and it just seems like he can't take anything anymore. Okay, so if you're a student of the game, which you would think Jack Perry is, yeah, then you should know that. And and, and maybe I'm being too old school and too hard headed, but unfortunately, Jack Perry hasn't done what what he what CM Punk has done for professional wrestling. Is what I'm trying to say. You're correct. Right, right. So, you are correct. So there's got to be a little bit of respect there instead of Jack Perry just thinking as a 25-year-old kid, whatever the hell he is, coming up and trying to get in the face of CM Punk. Like, you're 25 years old. CM Punk is 40-plus. Like, know your role and shut your mouth. Right? Unless, or, punk, unless punk started it after they went through the gorilla. But, my, but also... 
Jack Perry knew what he was doing when he said that, and he knew Punk was coming up next to start the show, so he knew there was probably going to be a confrontation. Which, which so, we didn't even talk about it during that. I mean, we almost had to... Yeah, they were scrambling the to move of matches around. Of mm-hmm. Which which supposedly pissed off Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe's like, this match is huge for me, which I wouldn't want to mess with Joe. Um, Out of all people, I think Samoa Joe could screw some shit up. Yeah, so I was glad they at least, you know, got through it and got the match done. Um, got a comment from Kyle Miller here. He said he's thinking the two wrestling nerds they are. Punk and TK are playing 4D chess on everyone simply by telling the other uh, to do whatever they need to do to get people talking. Could be. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I will say, even though the punk news and drama gets tiring, it does get people talking about AEW. Oh, it does. It does. I mean, because so, punk's that big of a star. He is. And it all goes back to TK. Like, if you read any of the dirt sheets, yep. any of the media, it all goes back to him. So I'm sure the roster was probably eye rolling a little bit. Like, here we go again the other day. Cause I'm sure some of them are just sick of it. Um, Cause that's one thing I know Paul and I were texting. Uh, I don't think you were involved in the text ship. Cause I think you were still watching all in and we didn't want to spoil anything for you, but we're saying, here we go again. We're going to be talking about the backstage drama instead of what was a great show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. When they went to the dressing room, they probably high fived and giggled like schoolgirls. <laughs> That's what Kyle Miller says on YouTube. Uh, I like Kyle's thought process yeah, right now. It could be. It could be. Uh, but uh, unless you guys have anything else you want to cover on the, what are we going to call oh. this? Brawl in now? Or we got brawl yes. out, or we got to call this brawl in? Yeah, we got brawl um, in. Yes. That's why I said if it rhymes with brawl, keep punk off of the card. <laughs> If it's just the two of them in on it, uh, they are the two I could see to keep it between the two of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, pa- Paul, before we wrap up the show, I know you wanted to go on one rant tonight, so I will let you run with it. <sighs> All right. So first off, uh, I mean, we could, you know, play that that intro of what do you want to talk about? Well, what do I want to talk about? I want to talk about SmackDown. No Cody this week because nothing's really happening. Uh, well, Cody was on SmackDown, so see, we could still play that. Uh, Cody, probably the um, only individual to have the honor slash dishonor, if you want to call it that, to uh, speak on the show of both the passing of Brody and Bray. Um, But he was there to talk about funk. This was originally planned for him to be there to talk about funk. So that's what he came out to do. Uh, And then he um, very, very heart whelming or heartful. I guess, you know, heartfelt um, promo from Cody regarding Terry Funk and the things that him and uh, Dusty did and many other wrestlers. Uh, But they were talking about how hardcore Terry was. And so Cody had the honor of introducing the next match as the Terry Funk Memorial Hardcore Tag Match. All right, now, Shep, you're normally the one who gets us the explicit. And I'm telling you, Tanner, just mark it because it's coming. I, I, this, know, where you're go- I know where you're going. 
this was not a fucking hardcore match. There was one table spot. There was one person who got involved in this. This is not how you pay homage to a wrestler like Terry Funk. You want to call this thing hardcore. You need chairs. You need ladders. You need blood. All right. You want to see a way to pay homage to Terry Funk. That goes hats off to John Moxley and everybody involved in the stadium stampede. That was a tribute to Terry Funk. You had barbed wire, you had ladders, you had the almost identical uh, branding iron that Terry Funk used to carry around. Um, yes, Kyle, you had the smart choice there of turning the TV off because this <laughs> thing was so far. This was a tag, a tornado tag match with one table spot. All right. You might as well just put them through the damn announce table and called it a day. Cause that's basically what they did. This was so disappointing. I looked at this and I'm going, Terry Funk is rolling over in his grave. And so is anybody else who's ever done anything hardcore related second dog <sighs> you can buy that shirt though yeah i can dusty you know, sucks eggs. There, there was somebody sitting there damn it pal this is good shit no yeah no, he, he couldn't have said that <laughs> i bet he did uh he probably loved it because you know but the the even the problem was during the match they paid more tribute to bray they had uh uh, the, the one who wears the glasses in the street profits. I don't know. The sunglasses, the skinnier one of the two. Dawkins. Sure. The one who wants the smoke. Dawkins. Isn't it? I don't know. Yes. Worst rub ever, question mark. Tanner, you're Kyle. supposed to back me up on that when I say Dawkins. I think Dawkins is the bigger one. Damn it. I don't know. I think. I get him confused. I don't follow. The product I don't anymore. know, but they made reference. He made a reference to Bray during the match. So you had more tribute to Bray during a Terry Funk memorial match than you did to Terry Funk. I mean, that that'd be like Terry me Funk saying, if you're, you're gonna have that match, you're gonna have it at 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, mm -hmm. that crowd plus. Some barbed wire plus some tables. You're not going to have glass tubes because Terry never did that. No. But, yeah. Unfortunately, Paul, that is WWE's version of a hardcore match anymore. I, I know. You, you you can't have blood, so you can't have Unless anything that... Well, yeah. Or maybe Cody occasionally. Yeah. You can't have fun. No. no. Did I say that You loud? can't. You can't, but I mean, you yeah. could have had a chair shot at least. All right, LA night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's not recreate the impact thing, you know? Yeah, obsolete, delete. <laughs> hey, Funniest promo ever, though. Oh, yeah. Credit. But, uh, yeah, I will give props to LA night. He didn't, he only worked with Bray a handful of times, but he had a very heart. Yes, he did. Felt promo for Bray. Yep. Um, but I just I cannot get over that tag match, man. God, don't don't say it's in honor of somebody and then shit on it like that. You should know by now not to get your hopes up with the WWE. 
I didn't even get my hopes up. They said it was a hardcore match, and I went, no, it's not. You can't have blood. It's not hardcore. I agree with Kyle Miller. Stadium Stampede was the unofficial send-off for Funk. Yes, absolutely. With, oh, yeah. with the branding iron, the, yeah. the barbed wire, and the ladders, and the chairs. and Oh, yeah. That was the unofficial send-off for Funk. Yep. yep, that was a fun match. We didn't even talk about Santana looking like a whole different person now. Oh, man. Dude's jacked. <laughs> I said that last week. Did you? Yeah. I think bad. I might have texted it too, so I don't know. My memory is bad. You guys get a yeah, dude is jacked. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll stop drinking my lemonade. <laughs> you need a new cup, by the way. Anyways, um, well, it, uh, that's it's, all right. That's all right. No, there we go. There, there we go. Keep it on that side. Yeah. All right. <laughs> try not to promote the county we live in. Okay. Uh, well, uh, not that it's a bad county. It's just you know it shows where we're at. Well, two oh, yeah. out of well, the three of us. Well, they could, they could, people could think that's Georgia. Tanner does which, not live here anymore. That's true. That's why I said two out of three. Oh, and yeah, they could think we're Fulton County, Georgia. Which, which, which you know, nothing big's happened there lately either. Oh, so. uh, yeah, it's just raining. <laughs> yeah, just raining. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, uh, anything else you guys want to cover before we uh, wrap this week's show up? Um, Kettle One, sponsor us. Yeah, Kettle One sponsors. Hey, still here. Now, uh, I feel like um, Kyle's got a question real quick. Uh, Orange Cassidy goes after the NJPW title off Kingston when he costs him his title Sunday. Ooh. Ooh, That Mox in the storyline? Okay. All right. Yeah, Mox wins. I didn't even think about that. Kingston. Yeah. All right. I could get. I could get behind that. Because I think most people would probably think if anybody interferes, it'll be Claudio. But I could. I could. Yeah. I like that wrinkle. If Claudio comes down, Kingston's going to come down, and then that's how you could have OC lose is because he's you know Cause watching I, cause that. Because I, I could see them taking the title off OC. Uh, without a clean finish, I, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I was going to talk about is is being such a big weekend for um, wrestling. Wrestling, yeah, there's a huge GCW show, and the main event is Nick Gage and the Kingo. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm kind of confused on this one. Normally, I'd be like, oh, this is great, but you. He's going to do a 450 on light tubes. Can can Nick Gage go like this? I don't think he can. Can Vikingo get that hardcore? He's young enough. He's athletic enough. He can do whatever the hell he wants. I don't think Nick Gage could, unless it's just a slow down brawl bloodbath. I don't see how Nick Gage looks good in this match. And a lot of people are going to say, well, Nick Gage never looks good. But this one, this one could be worse than most. So. Yeah, it is an interesting one. I think GCW's thrown out, been throwing out some interesting. Oh yeah, absolutely. they've been on a roll, and they have some really, really good guys right now. Some really, really good talent. Um, but this one just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. 
So you got that this weekend. You got Payback. Got All Out. I don't know of any other shows. I know Impact just had a big one, and NWA had a their what they call a big one last weekend. Yeah, still a lot of wrestling to watch this weekend mm-hmm. on top of college football. Yeah, uh, Kyle Kyle Miller said have Claudio and Kingston. Uh, uh, let's see, uh, being killers together after or become friends after being killers together for six months. I don't think. I think there's real life beef between those guys. I don't think Kingston will ever like him. And he said, "Have Mox let Mox have a jealousy streak and show up in a three way fight at next year's All In." Well, yeah, there's a lot of angles. I, I'm all for Mox getting some gold back on him. It's been a year, so, and I'd like to see him have a different title than just the world title. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm all for that. Yeah, yeah. Paul, anything else you'd like to you'd like to hit on? Uh, no. Nope. nope. No. Um, I mean, unless you're ready for me to close it, I can hit on a few things in the close. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else. I think we've wrap it up, Paul. Covered everything. All right. Like so, up, so. so I would like to remind everybody to check out kickingoutshop.com. It is your place to go for some great merchandise, support a great podcast, and look fantastic doing so. Or, you know, like I keep telling Shep, there's a, a pint glass on there he needs to buy so he could drink. And support KOP at the same time, but it's too small for him. So, uh, yes, but uh, right now you can use promo code all in for free shipping through September 10th at kickingoutshop.com. So, head over there, get your merchandise now, and get free shipping. And be sure to follow the Kicking Out Podcast on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. Uh, be sure to listen to the Kicking Out Podcast wherever it is you listen to your podcast. And if that happens to be Apple Podcasts, leave us that five-star rating because we are five-star KOP. Be sure to follow Tanner Lee on all social media at Tanner Lee 92 Follow your current KOP predictions champion till Sunday. Austin Shepard at the Shep 27. Be sure to follow the guy who comes in third place at every pay-per-view myself at Paul Zartman 921. And with that for Tanner Lee and Austin Shepard, I'm Paul Zartman. Join us in two weeks as we kick out another podcast because we'll be live in Indy next week. So uh, watch for us on TV.